So my first note is that there's so much good hair in the first episode. Dude, everyone's hair looks amazing. It's like upgrade for everyone. I don't know. Even Xander's hair. I know. I was thinking that too. He yeah. just looked better in general. Yeah. Than maybe, he normally looks. Maybe he was drinking a lot of water. Yeah. So he's just like a clear. Clear eyes. Yeah. Full, full heart. heart. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's hair is great. Yeah. Um. There was also, I was noticing a lot of velvet in mm-hmm. these two episodes. Well, velvet is very of the moment. Yes. Um. And like not velvet accents, but like full velvet tops yes or dresses which i think there's a very small window where that's comfortable in southern california yeah because it gets hot and you know that under all those lights those actresses are getting hot well no sooner had i written that willow had such good hair that they ruined it in the next scene when they strained it all oh my god like did like the bends at the bottom (laughs) yep it was not good so i think a thing and also like this is actually a a secret about why everybody has the same hair in TV shows now, uh-huh. which is the like tousled kind of like going away from the face, yeah. not all the way from the top, but uh-huh. kind of. So yes, it is partially. Um, it's the trend right now, right? But when it's like that, it's easier to reset for scenes mm. because if you have that straight hair, and especially with Willow's hair, where it's yeah. like just the ends and it's like the layers coming down <laughs> totally. you can tell if anything's out of place right so i just no, think in general that. a natural look looks better i agree i mean i remember the straightener days yeah there were a lot of people who were doing very straight hair i remember like my hair is already naturally mm-hmm. pretty straight but i remember being like it's not straight enough yeah and like really just like ironing that hair yes because, yeah, it was like you wanted it to look like that silky kind of like yes. Victoria Beckham kind of look. Yes. Which part of it, I think, is if you have thicker hair, your hair is not going to look like that. No, my hair pa- never looked like that. Right. Because like if you ha- that's for people with fine hair, mm-hmm. like fine hair, people can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that is like that's a look where like because normally um, hair that is not super tight curls, but mm-hmm. like the kind of like naturally wavyish uh-huh. hair. Um, sometimes if it's not thick, can look like that once you straighten it. Yeah. Cause it, but then it's just like, I mean, if you have hair that does that thing, which mine does, and I don't know if yours does this, where it's like basically pretty straight, but if you're humid, yeah. it becomes like a thick cube. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. And I forget cause I live here, I live mm-hmm. in LA. So there's like no humidity here, mm-hmm. but I go home, especially in the summer. Cause here I'm a very much like a wash and go person. Mm-hmm. Like I'll sometimes style but like most of the time it's like wash brush good to go Mm -hmm. in the summer where i grew up my hair is up the whole time because (laughs) otherwise it is just a mass it's like it's gross (laughs) yeah no it's so much frizz it somehow is just like it's horrible yeah it's not good it's horrible i my best hair is when Mm -hmm. i'm in like if you're in those midwestern states yes like uh or if you're in the desert oh my god oh the desert is the perfect hair Oh, best hair. Best it's hair. Just, it, like, it will dry looking like Buffy's hair. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the dream. <laughs> the dream. Because Buffy's hair is very good in these episodes, I yes. think. They figured out how to kind of try to hide her bangs a little bit mm-hmm. with that like little side sweepy yes. kind of thing. Um, no, she looks great in this. Um, but yeah, everybody, everybody looks good. I Even Jonathan, who's dead, is kind of hunky. They like let him yeah. not be Jonathan. Yeah. No, everyone like looks 
good. Everyone yeah. looks really good. Like, like you can tell like the budget's going certain places. Yeah. <laughs> like let's spend more on hair and makeup. They were like, listen, we saved a lot of money with that terrible fake blood from last episode. <laughs> Why don't we use it on Jonathan? <laughs> and a pig. And a pig. Oh my god. That yeah. pig was cute. That pig was really cute. Um so basically well, welcome to Hellmouthy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this time I'll remember. Unlike uh, last time when you were like, Do you want to start it? And I was like, huh? <laughs> sure, yeah. What? I don't know. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Callie Nugent. I'm another of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. Um, today we are talking about two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Never leave me and bring on the night. Yeah. Um, you seem confused. Yeah. Well, I'm just mad at myself for not having written the titles of the episodes in my it's notes okay, at Callie. all. They were it's just okay. like freeform thoughts. It's all right. <sighs> it's okay. I guess it's fine. Um... Forgive yourself. I know. I have to, listen, I have to learn to love myself with my flaws because only then can I move forward and try and improve. Yeah. No, it's true. You've got to, you've got to be, you got to know yourself. Mm -hmm. To thine own self be true. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anyone else? else? Gonna get an amen. Amen. All right. Um, we got our RuPaul uh uh-huh. RuPaul, Shakespeare, all the good stuff. <laughs> all the greats. Um okay. So in this we we open this episode. Oh my god, I'm on a group thread and it's just exploding and I don't care about anything that anyone's talking about. You can mute it. <laughs> I can't look at me as if I betrayed her. No, I just mute the thread. So what do I do? Um, if you go to like the the eye, the eye, I think. And then I can unmute and come back? Yeah. It's just going to stop. Oh, hide not- alerts, right? Yeah. Oh, so you're just not yes. going to get alerts for it. The number will go up on your But it won't thing. keep coming up. Great. That's amazing. I have done that with many a thread. <laughs> Including same day shipping. <laughs> not always. No, I've done that. Or I've ignored. Yeah. Because you, then- you can't always keep up. No, sometimes you have things you're doing. Um, but so your notes. Yes. So we open this episode with Basically, Buffy has Spike in the house, and she's like, okay, we have to, like, help him get better and figure out what's going on. Right, because they just found out he's a serial—we got a reset legend. Yeah. If you have forgotten, he's a serial killer. Yes. (laughs) He filled a basement with bodies. Yes. But he doesn't remember. He was blacked out when it happened. Yes. So Buffy wants to figure out—and there is this line of, like, why is he not dead? Right, and this is—and all the characters are saying that. They're like— What's the deal? Like, Dawn's saying it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anya, I think Anya has every right to feel stung. Yes. Because she's like, even even when she says, like, so what, the next step is to stab him through the heart, right? Yes. Because she uh-huh. k- killed a mountain of bodies. Yeah. And was attempted to be killed by Buffy. Yeah. right. Um, And yet, we're seeing here, Buffy keeps coddling Spike. And, and at this point, she doesn't know. Like, we know, ultimately... That he's related to the first. Yeah. So, but she doesn't even know that. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she's just doing it. And he says she's doing it because he need, she needs him to like see her own darkness reflect. Which is bullshit. I don't, but what's the other reason? I think she feels guilty for having used him. And it's not to see her own darkness and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like that's just a little bit too like emo. Yeah. Lyric. I feel like it's almost the reverse because, and we've talked about this before, that she has to like dehumanize all the things that she kills. Mm-hmm. That's 
kind of her mo. Mm-hmm. She kill. She doesn't ask their names before she murders them. Usually, right. she just kills, 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 kills. So this is someone that she knows, yeah, and has seen kindness in, has seen that he has the ability to live in the gray. So mm-hmm. I think it's it's like because not because he shows the darkness in things, but because he she's seen the light in him. Yeah, and I think she's seen the light in him with regard to her because like he kept the secret about Dawn and all that stuff. And then I think this is kind of the like Buffy exceptionalism, exceptionalism thing Mm -hmm. where she, she has, she should ostensibly have seen this from Anya too. Yes. But Anya's not her person. Right. Anya's Xander's person. Mm -hmm. Spike is her person. Right. So she's like, okay, well like this is why this matters. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think also, like, she's definitely trying to rationalize, too. Like, because I'm sure, yeah, she has this feeling like, I don't want to kill this guy. Right. So then she's like, it's because of the greater good. It's because of blah, blah, blah. And so she's saying that to give this decision, like, this weighty, like, fady Mm -hmm. purpose. Because that's how she frames everything in her life. Totally. But, yeah, I totally, like, just if I were one of the people just in the room, Mm -hmm. I would be saying the same thing. I'd be like, why are we keeping this guy around? We know he's killed people. Yes. And then when he's taunting her, he's like, you got off easy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fuck you, Spike. <laughs> I know. Seriously, fuck you so much. <laughs> um, so she's dealing with that upstairs. Xander yeah. is downstairs showing off military knowledge. Which, I mean, the show admits that it's not from that one time he was the soldier. That was pretty funny. He's that like, was pretty movies. funny. <laughs> it's movies. But still, like, it kind of makes you me feel like maybe you should have taken a class in this. Yeah, I mean, you seem to have an interest. You have an interest. You've got an aptitude. Yeah. Like, maybe do something helpful. Yeah. But, so Xander puts together, because Buffy, like, as she's, like, leaving to go deal with Spike, she's like, by the way, like, he was, like, singing a song, and then he went Mm -hmm. weird. All right, I gotta go. And then, so Xander's like, oh, singing a song, like, that sounds like a trigger for a sleeper agent. Totally. So he explains all that, and they're like, hmm, that does track. It's also weird that, I guess they're supposed to be audience surrogate, but like, how have they not heard of a sleeper agent? I was just thinking about that. I was also like, I was like, why is like the boy the one who knows about this thing that like everybody fucking knows about? Yeah. And like the women are like, military stuff is boy stuff. I don't know anything about, but it was very like weird. weird. It was weird. I was like, why are we having this? I just feel like it's just basic shit. No, If someone's a sleeper agent, everyone's like, yeah. Yes. And I think the trigger thing is probably fairly fantastical. I don't think yeah. it really works that way in real life, but mm-hmm. certainly in fiction. And, and they know all about other fiction. They're constantly making references to everything. Yeah. So I'm shocked that I feel like we could go back <laughs> and rewatch the series and find something Some where reference. any of the female characters mm-hmm. reference something that had a sleeper agent in right. it. Right. Or Manchurian Candidate. I feel like they, something. Yeah, they should know about it, but they explain how these things work. Yes. So now we know. Now we know. Great. Now we all know that like <laughs> there's like triggers that can like wake you up from your conditioning yes. and like you become a killing machine. Yes. So we got that going for us. Great. Um, And then Willow is like, hey, maybe it's a spell. I'm going to go. Where does she go? Oh, she goes to the butcher. Oh, that's what it is. Right. She's getting Spike some blood. Right. Because they're like, we got to feed Spike because he, I mean, he's been eating up a storm. Yeah, he should be full, <laughs> but, like, he's parched. Buffy's yeah. coddling him. She's coddling him. Absolutely. So, 
Willow goes to the butcher shop to get some blood. Yeah. Meanwhile, Andrew's just having the, a chatty chat chat with Dead Ghost Jonathan. Jonathan. And then later, Ghost... I think Ghost Jonathan morphs into Warren. Yeah, Warren. And Warren says, well, first of all, we see that Andrew is still, I mean, God, it is sad how much he is in love with Warren. Yes. When he's been treated like shit by him. Uh-huh. But well, he doesn't it's see not it. even him. It's not him. And he should know it's not him, mm-hmm. which maybe we'll explore some of that later. But okay. Uh, there's also, he's also wearing a trench coat now. Because he thinks he's cool enough to pull that yes, off. Yes, he thinks he could look like Spike because we get that like stomp, stomp, walk, pan up. Oh, it's a different blonde. It's young yeah. Andrew. <laughs> and you're just like, all right. And he immediately says like, do you think I look cool to Warren? Which then we're like, oh my God, oh poor my God. Andrew. If you yours. say, do you think I look cool? You are not looking cool. Yeah. I think that's the number one sign. You, If you express your insecurities. I know we talked about cool before. Yeah, we did. We went in and out, with, up, down, left, right, all about. We've we've dealt with cool. I'm just saying, this he's is not cool. Not cool. Um. So then he's like, I couldn't get enough blood. And well, yeah, because he he has to. He's supposed to kill the pig, but he can't. He can't do it. He can't the pig get is really pig. cute. It is very cute. But also, here's the thing too, where they're like, there wasn't enough blood in Jonathan to open the seal. Is there more blood in that tiny, tiny pig? I think the idea is that with Do- Jonathan, they didn't. I think once someone's dead, you can't bloodlet them anymore. So they probably should have like slit his wrist and his femoral artery so he would bleed out. Just directly on there. Right, while his heart's still beating. Whereas once someone's dead, I don't know that they drain as they well. Drain as well. I remember like, and this might be, I mean, I don't I don't think this is a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think later in the series they do reference that because Jonathan's so small, there wasn't enough blood in him. But a pig has that much blood? That's That's insane. exactly what I'm saying. That's that a crazy. pig, a tiny oh, okay, pig maybe would not pig, have... Pig would supplement. That's what I'm thinking. You're right. It's already there, so just add to the blood. Just add to the blood. But I think that's not how it works. They're being idiots. Because well, it needs okay. to all be at once. And honestly, what? Wh- and then you're going to bloodlet a vampire? That was confusing, when too. We know from another show that vampires' hearts aren't beating because yeah. you can start their heart with electricity and then they'll want to make out with you. So, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> so his heart doesn't beat. So how is he... How well, can he blood with him? Well, he's... I think they showed the blood coming out too quickly because they do, like, let gravity do the work. They, like, yes. cut him and then, like, tip him so that he's, like, bleeding out. But also, the blood... Vampire blood's different. Like that too, where I'm like, I don't understand how Jonathan blood, vampire blood, and pig's blood will all have the same effect and a mixture of all three. That's ridiculous. No, I know. That's crazy. Like, first, get your act together. Seriously. The first is not. They're very cocky. They're, it's very cocky. Yeah, it's very cocky. It is not worried. It has no fears. The thing is, if Buffy could see all of this shenanigans, like all these shenanigans, I think she'd be like, okay, this is not going to be as scary as we think. <laughs> like, if Buffy was where we were, she'd be like, all right. Yeah, but she's scared. Okay, but that's the end. <laughs> that's the uh, end. Before that, we have, because we, okay, this is really why they explain secret agents. So that when we went to the Watchers Council, mm-hmm. it would be clear what's happening. Yes. Even though it's still, I get it, sort of. Mm-hmm. So Quentin has no idea that she's a sleeper agent. I don't think she, I don't think anybody the knows. the way right. he says it to her is as if he's saying a code word to her. Mm-hmm. Which, in order for that to be true, something would have had to trigger him first. I didn't get how it's that very worked. weird. Because I get that a sleeper, they have a sleeper agent in the Watcher's Council who's going to blow up the whole building. Yes. 
I did not understand Why does the interaction. He say Why does he, he say he the says. triggers words? Unless, so he must have been triggered somehow yeah. that morning. Yeah, Maybe someone called him. I feel like that that's how sleeper agents work a lot I of like times. I like that. So, okay, so he wakes up mm-hmm. that morning. Oh, so I'm going to have my oh. day. Yes. Ring, ring. Hello. And then his trigger is like, cookies are coming out of the oven. That's perfect. And then he hangs up and he's like, I'm ready. Cookies. Oven. Go. <laughs> so he goes to work. I mean, it's just so, it just, it didn't make, it made sense, but it didn't really. Like, you're right. Yeah. He must have gotten a call early in the day. Or it should have been like the word for the book mm-hmm. that she's going to do. Or like, you know yes. what I mean? There's ways like make that. It, it's, it has to be something that someone would, would say to say. them at that time only. Yes. <laughs> but instead... We don't know why, but all the watchers are dead. Yeah. And they did a good, they got all the watchers back. That was yeah. kind of cool. That was to pretty see cool everybody, to see everyone. Because it's, we haven't seen them since the fifth season. Mm-hmm. So it was, I was like, oh yeah, that guy and yeah. that watcher and that watcher. Um, So it was fun to see all the watchers before they died. Completely. Oh, but the, we don't have to deal with potentials until, or the potentials until next episode, right? I mean, we have to talk about them today, but we don't they have to talk about them right now. next episode, okay. I think. Which is fine. That's fine. We'll talk about them. Oh, I have notes have about that. so much to talk about. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, so Willow runs into Andrew mm-hmm. and that was pretty funny. I like that when Willow gets to be like, cause she's not really tough, but she can like push it. Yeah. And I did like to just like them interacting cause they're both not really tough. No. And so seeing them kind of try and like fluff their feathers a little bit was yep. like, I delighted in that. Yes, it was of. fun, especially because not only we know Willow's going to win, mm-hmm. but underneath Willow has like real power. Like mm-hmm. this isn't a competition, Mm-mm. but on the surface it is because Willow's not. What's the word? She doesn't assert herself in that way. Exactly, and they're both like fairly meek people. Yes. So like seeing that kind of like a battle of the meekness, yes. it was very cute. Was I fun. liked that. Um, and Tom Lake is really good in these episodes. Like. He is very good at portraying this person that, like, you're just so annoyed with all the time. Yeah. But I do feel bad for the guy. Oh, I feel bad for him. such a patsy. He did just murder his friend. He did just murder his friend. So right now, I don't think I feel... I, I need some space. I need some space. He... he mur- and Jonathan, while Jonathan got mixed up in a bad crowd, mm-hmm. we know Jonathan as, like, a sad, lonely guy mm-hmm. whose loneliness drives him to do bad things. Yes. Whereas we don't have that history with Andrew. We just have only known him as a villain or as a mm-hmm. shitty guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I don't I don't mind seeing him get knocked around by Anya. I guess that's that was pretty saying. funny. Yeah, <laughs> I like a good cap, bad cap situation. And they did it. And we went back to that huge bathroom. Huge, huge bathroom. That bathroom is so big. It's so big. I mean, there's like three scenes that happen in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a big bathroom. It's, it's um. Not. Yeah, and so I liked Anya being bad cop and Xander mm-hmm. being good cop and, like, seeing them interact without fighting or being sad was totally. fun. But also without, like, a sexual tension or no. anything. It's just this kind of, like, we were both moving forward. Yeah, we're on the same team. Yeah. I liked that a lot. I think Xander, outside of, and it's not his fault, this military <laughs> thing, but Xander is coming in strong. Like, this yeah. may be my favorite Xander. I like Xander this season. So much like I'm just like, I mean, yeah, because last season is when he was a bandoner. Mm-hmm. It's not a great look for him. <laughs> not a great look for him. Season five is when he's shaming Buffy for sleeping not, with or 
for not holding on to, right, to Riley. Riley. Mm-hmm. Season four, he's fine. Even though, we, remember that one time he floated with a girl even though he was dating Anya? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Wasn't a fan yeah, of I'm that. Like picking, I'm picking him apart. And then high school Xander. is a mess. Okay, third season, Cheats on Cordelia. Second season. Uh, what did he do? He did he's the, a hyena boy. He was a hyena boy. No, no bueno. good. No good. First season, he felt like he owned Buffy. He yeah. did not own Buffy. So yeah. this is, I think, a fish. Yeah. Unless something happens in the next few episodes. I don't think it will, though. I think he is, like, he is comfortable. Like, and that's the thing, right? It's, like, it, all of that shit came from, like, a weird self-esteem thing, yes. which, like, being the only normal in a group of supers is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's found his strength, which yes. is, like, a support yes. person. He's And he's not self-pitying anymore. No. He's just, like, this is what I do. And that's part of when he's, like, I'm going to board up the window. Like, he... He's like, I, he identifies how he can help and then he does it. He's mm-hmm. not sitting around being like, I guess all I could do is help with construction. He's like, no, yeah, I'm not going like to Dawn. Do that. Well, Dawn has superpowers. What are her superpowers? She has Buffy's genes so she can fight really well. That's true. She is like a quick learner with fighting. Yeah, and she fought really well at the end of this episode. It's true. So, but she's, so you're saying Dawn is the worst in this, of the Scoobies now, if we're ranking them? Yeah, I think she's probably the worst. Does Spike count as a Scooby? I don't know, right? Because he kind of just seems like a task they need to deal with. Yeah. If Spike's a Scooby, he's probably not the worst for me because I'm having him around creates narrative interest. But like, he's the one I'd be most happy to see die. <laughs> <laughs> so what is that metric called? Yeah. The happy to die metric. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had seen these. And I, do we know what to call them? The people who, the people all in black? I don't really know. They're just like the first lackeys. They have yeah. no, they've carved very their own good. eyes out. Yeah, they fight really but well. But they're really good at fighting for having no eyes. Yeah, they have no eyes, but they fight really well. Um, And they come to get Spike. Mm-hmm. And they fight all over the place. They fight all over the place. They fight everybody. Dawn holds her own mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Buffy's fighting him in other places. Xander takes one out. Xander takes one out. And then Buffy and Xander are like, wait, what are they here to do? Mm-hmm. They wanted Spike the whole, whole time. time. Um, yeah. And so they take Spike. <laughs> they take Spike. Turns out they want to bleed this guy out on the seal. So they do it. So they do it. But first, is it, this is the episode where Drew shows up. Mm-hmm. So Drew first, is all around for the end of the, the this and then the all of, of the, the yeah. yeah. So Drew's there to torture Spike mm-hmm. and just hang out with Spike, mm-hmm. which is fun. It's fun to see. She's so good. I'm always happy to see Juliet Landau. Yeah, so I'm, she's great. I was happy for Drew to be back. Yeah. Um, and it's also like a Drew who's kind of has more control of herself because mm-hmm. she isn't Drew. She's the first. Exactly. <laughs> so she's, yeah, and she's not, because at the beginning of season two, when we first see Drew, she's not feeling well. Right. She's weakened. And I think at the very end of two, we see a strong Drew. Yes. But she then pretty much leaves. Uh, yeah, the, I don't think we see her on Buffy again. Yeah, until. I mean, she shows up in Angel. Yeah. Does she show up when we see that weird flashback where we see Spike finding out that she's cheating on him? Yeah. So she's in that. Yeah, but we don't see her in this long of a scene. No, on this show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it was nice to see her. And again, like she has her wits about her. So you're kind of, it's less gibberish that she's speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yeah. And she's she's freaking evil. 
She's super evil. <laughs> it's great. But she still has that Drusilla flavor. So mm-hmm. she's still saying like some pretty kooky things. Yeah. But, but we get what she's trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like talking about dollies. Yeah. It's saying that dollies are going to be punished and stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get that that means, especially if you're also cutting someone. Yeah. Um, and that was so like, yeah, I was so happy to see her. And yeah. And it's just, it's fun to have a, she's a good personification for that evil that we've kind of been dealing with. Whereas yes. when it's, Buffy or Spike, there's this, you can't fully embrace how evil it is. Mm -hmm. And then when you put it as Drew and they're torturing, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I get it. This is full on evil. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she represents the worst of Spike. Yeah. Like she was by his side. She made him. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of like there are these different parts of Spike speaking to him, which are like this... And, and all of them kind of speak doom to him, yeah. which is like the Drusilla one is like, this is what you are. The Spike one is like, I'm your true self. And I'm yeah. telling you like that you're fucking evil. Right. And then the Buffy one is saying is is like represents his failed redemption and right. is telling basically all of them are like, doom, doom, doom. You're evil. You're evil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm here to torture you and basically end the world. Um, so... Good so combo. they do that. <laughs> so they do that. Oh, I think it's also this episode where we find out Principal Wood is a sleeper agent. Uh-huh. Well, well maybe. Maybe. So he's a definitely a body barrier. Yes. So he find he stumbles upon I the tiny body. Do you think he stumbles? Because he's supposed to go down there he goes with down a purpose. There. Right. So he goes down there. Maybe because he's called there. We don't know. We don't know. He's down there. He's down there. Sees the tiny little body of Jonathan. On the seal, dead. Yeah. And he's like, well, I guess I better bury this. Buries it. <laughs> Which is a, a fairly... I mean, sure. I say put it in the furnace. Yeah. If you have one. Do, right. Do normal do, buildings have that? I feel like in movies, there's in movies, every a, single building has, has a, furnace. a furnace. I say put the body in the furnace. Right. Someday they'll like maybe go through the ashes and find the teeth. Yeah, but that's a that's a future you That's problem. a somebody... And honestly, it's probably not my problem because I didn't murder the guy. I'm exactly. just exposing the body. Exactly. Or I think cement base, right? That's like that. I like that. You put it c- cement in there. Um, the it, you know, too many people in movies try to bury bodies in the ocean. Horrible idea. Horrible idea. It never stays down there. No, it's gonna be found by a jogger. Yep. Like this Don't is not it. like the woods and like burying in random places. Bad idea. Yeah. You seriously need to like destroy the body. I say burn the body. Mm-hmm. Go through the sh- the ashes. Get the um, like teeth, the remaining pieces. Yeah, any yeah. pieces. Put those in a mason jar mm-hmm. packed with dirt. Mm-hmm. Bury that mason jar six feet deep in the mm-hmm. woods. And that's the thing too that people often don't do enough is too shallow. Well, that's the thing. You get tired. You're digging and digging and digging, which they deal with on the show. Yeah, because they're like how. Wait, is it this show or did I watch something else this week? Wait, what was it that they were digging, digging, digging? Oh, maybe it wasn't this show. I don't think it's this show. Oh, no. What is it? They're taking turns digging and they're getting tired. Oh, that happened in Killing Mr. Griffin. But then it was something else, too. There was like a I feel like TV I watched thing. something this week where people were like, how is this hole this big and there's this much dirt? Was that not Buffy? Oh, what is that from? I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so crazy. No, remember when I referenced the exact episode we were recording? And... <laughs> It's something I watched this week. That's also something Xander would say. It does. That's why I was like, is it this show? Mm, some people are recommending eight feet. 
All right. If you can get down that low. I uh, just tried to Google the phrase that you said. Yeah. And then bury body at the end. (laughs) And that's why I'm coming with this. Oh, my God. So I stumbled upon a terrible Reddit thing that actually suggests when hiding a dead body, put it eight feet under the ground with enough dirt over it to put a dead dog six feet under. Oh. When a search dog finds the area, they dig down far enough to find the dead dog. Very That's smart. a pretty smart That's idea. That's a really smart move. Now, someone else is insulting them. Uh-oh. Just bury the body four feet and the dog two feet and be done with it. Okay, no. Too shallow. Idiot. 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 That person's an idiot. Don't you know about erosion, buddy? Oh, my God. Okay. Now, what the fuck? Okay. Black Black Soldier Fly Farm. Is this the name of a Reddit user? No. (laughs) Okay. This is a... So you're using... It's a thing that will eat a body? These types of flies. Ew. They'll just eat all the... Ew. Yeah. Will they eat the teeth? I'm very nervous. They devour the entire bodies in just a few days. Okay. Um, They don't make noise. And that's better. They than- leave the bones. Then you pound the bones into dust and dump them in the sewer. I don't know. But pounding bones into dust is like, that's hard. That's too much work. That's too much work. You know You know what one of the best ways is? Is piggies. Yeah, just have those pigs eat it right yeah, up. Yeah, and then you don't even have to do anything, really. Yeah, but you have to like get access to pigs. That's true. But it's a good plan. Yeah. I think I figured out what it was, and it's also a recommendation. What is it? It's a show called Future Man on Hulu. <gasps> Oh, I've been seeing billboards for that, and I it, think I want to watch it. Yes, I thought it was about uh, a future superhero. It is not. It's about a guy mm-hmm. who plays this video game mm-hmm. that's very hard, mm-hmm. and eventually, it's uh, it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like a sitcom. With PETA. What? With PETA. Yeah, it's PETA, uh-huh. but he's like a total, like, he's a bum. Uh-huh. He is not fulfilling his promise in uh-huh. life. He feels very sad. But he loves this video game. He's like, lives for it. And no one has ever beaten this video game. And everyone's like, why don't you play a game you can win? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, no, this game. Like, I'm going to beat it. I'll be the first person ever to beat it. And when he beats it, it unlocks. Well, he beats it. People come back from the future and are like, hey, you can beat this game. You can fight the (laughs) bad things of the future. Oh, my God. And then he gets pulled into craziness. Oh, my gosh. How cool. It's very fun. Like, I think you will like it. I feel like it hits some of your buttons. Nice, 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 nice. Um, I think... Yeah, if you like fun mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> but I thought it was serious. Like, I thought it was like PETA as warrior in the future. But he can be funny, though. We've right. seen him and be he's, funny. He's yeah. very funny in this. It's, it's also like, it's not necessarily family friendly. Okay. So there's like, yeah, there's, you know, cum jokes and stuff. Yeah, it's a little raunchy. It's a little raunchy, but it's fun. Seth Rogen um, and Evan Goldberg created it. Cool. Or at least produced it. But yeah, so it's, it's a much more fun show than I thought it would be. And it's Alicia Cuthbert. Nice. Wait. Wait. Eliza Coop. Okay. I always you get, get those confused. two mixed up. Everyone do. does, though. Everyone does. It's their fault for doing a show together. Yeah. And having those <laughs> names that are like, eh, uh, so, uh, so close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. it's, it's super fun. And I think there is a digging scene where someone does, does that. that. But it makes sense because mm-hmm. the ground packed. Yeah. Exactly. Pile, loose. Exactly. It's aerated. It's like when you sift flour. It's exactly like when you said flour. Yeah. So to get those big fluffy cookies. Yes. <laughs> big old fluffy cookies. Oh, now I want to make cookies. Yum. Mm. Um, so what were we talking about? We we're talking about uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh-huh. Uh season seven, episodes Never Leave Me and Bring on the Night. Okay. Now, there's something we need to get to mm-hmm. that I'm kinda I should have brought up as like our little teaser thing because Please. it was so exciting. Did you catch what happens at the beginning of Bring on the Night? 
Okay, what happens at the beginning? Let me look at my note. Let's see. Let's see if you if you noted Notepad. it. Notepad. No. Okay, wait. So the it the episode opens. Mm-hmm. Something Xander says. He name checks our podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> Titular title, yes. yeah. Titular line of our show, yeah. When he's like, "Oh, things are getting pretty hellmouthy," and I was here. like, "Oh, yes." He predicted us. He predicted us. Um, he said, "Things are getting pretty hellmouthy." I'm one of your co-hosts, Kyle. I need you to be one of your co-hosts, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say that to me. He was like, "I'm one of your." Uh, oh, after the Ryan part, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I loved that. No, that was great. That was great. Though we didn't choose. That's not how we came up with the name. No, we just were like, we're. We're mouthy. We're mouthy. It was in that meeting at the Bourgeois Pig. Yes. A little over two years ago. I think we should um, meet up there again. Someday. Sometime. We should do like a meet up there. That would be so fun. That'd be cool. I would love that. Okay, great. We could do it in the tree room. Yeah, guys, let us know if you'd be interested in doing a meet up. It would be so fun. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm just enjoying the thought of it right now. Yeah, it would be super, super fun. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Let us know. Um... (laughs) (laughs) uh but unfortunately it wasn't all fun and games in this episode no there was also what they did to dawn's hair what happens in dawn's hair in here they just curled a few strands on top and didn't brush them out i was noticing that it was like a joke hair (laughs) yeah no (laughs) it looked like you know when you can buy like just a little extension that you yes, clip in. That was what it was like clipping curls. Yeah, but just on the top. On the top. Just four pieces. It was I, did horrible. They, did they run out of time? I don't get why only some and also not incorporating any of the hair with no, the other hair. Like brush it out, dude. Because if you're lazy, right? You don't want to curl all your hair. Sure. So you do some pieces. But really what you should do, you just curl the front pieces. Yeah. You don't curl. Or do like huge chunks. Something. Sure, something. Not these like weird little wisps. Which probably were hairsprayed because they were crunchy. No, they were not moving. And they were just like hovering like. It was bad news. On top. I was almost embarrassed that the word hellmouthy was said in, in this episode. Because like. Yes. Those, that hair. That hair was a. No, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I mean, Dawn and Michelle Trachtenberg, both of them, have really good natural hair. Yeah, really great hair. So it wor- it's work to screw up their hair. Can you imagine? You are. You, you are a, an actress that has very good hair. Yes. And they're like, great, we're going to do something really fun for your, with your hair this episode. Oh, great. That sounds great. And they do that to your hair and they're like, you're going to be on camera. <laughs> I would be like, I cannot. We need to do something else with that. I think I would be like, are we are we done? <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, is this? Because they literally come in and they're just like, weep, weep, done. Spray, spray, spray. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought I was going to be for at least like another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like on purpose screw up takes. Yeah, and be like, uh, you know what? Why don't we take this again from the top, but with me with different hair? <laughs> or I would just like grab them and put them on top of my head, tie in a knot. <laughs> this looks just as fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet you on. Okay, on Buffy, who do you think had the power to say no? Sarah Michelle Gellar. You don't think Willow did? I mean, uh, Allison Hannigan did. I think Allison Hannigan did. She's too. getting the end Allison Hannigan treatment this season in the opening credits. Oh, interesting. Sarah Michelle goes first, I believe. Right. And then they get its end, Allison Hannigan. So, okay, I, th- I think uh, SMG and yeah. Allison Hannigan, yes. I don't you know any- what? I think Anya. You think she had that power? Only because I know that, like... I think she seems so nice no one would screw with her as a 
person. Mm. But maybe not. Maybe she's mean. Well, I know that. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Well, so first of all, Anya has looked amazing for the That's just true. a lot of this season and last season, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I know that like she and Joss Whedon have a relationship in which like he had her character in uh, Once More With Feeling. Right sing a rock song because she would always scream rock lyrics at yeah. him in the hallway. Mm-hmm. So like, and he even like will cite her as being like one of the um, people whose performances impressed him the most right. in that episode. And so I feel like she could just be like, oh, well, if it's a problem with the makeup department, like I could just like ask Joss. <gasps> like I could see her having that power and not yeah. necessarily using it, but Ooh. you know what I mean? So maybe everyone but Don has that power. Don does not have that power. Oh, Don definitely. I mean, we've case seen case in point. The this hair. This hair is. You, yeah, you don't. You don't leave the makeup chair with that hair on. With if you have any power, <laughs> you're <laughs> you a victim. You're a victim. Or maybe it was like the beginning of a different hairstyle, and then the like call times got changed. Someone got the wrong doc. Because I think also I could see Michelle Trachtenberg's time being treated the least valuable. Yes, like. Yes. Like if Sarah Michelle Gellar's like, oh no, I have a brunch. I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's me and Sarah Michelle Gellar and Emma Caulfield. We're going to lunch. <laughs> me and Allison Hannigan, I mean. Um, uh, yeah, we have stuff to do. Uh, shoot Dawn whenever. I don't care. <laughs> like, well, we're only going to have 30 seconds to do her hair and makeup. We'll spend well, 25 of those seconds doing her <laughs> fit in her makeup and then five on the hair. <laughs> she likes curls. <laughs> but only two <laughs> on the top. Oh man. But okay. There's ups and downs throughout this. This is a roller coaster episode because yes. horrible dawn hair yes. and the return of Giles to Sunnydale. Return of Giles is wonderful. But also, here's another thing Return of Giles with potentials in tow. Yes. But he's wearing a great corduroy jacket. He looks great. <laughs> so he, it's like he ups, looks great. Downs, ups, downs. Also, like, is he alive or not? Is he? Because here's the thing you think he might be the first. Because so I yeah, remember watching he, this yeah. in college with some friends. I remember their first thought was, oh no. Is he the first? Right. Because he seemed to have been killed. Yeah. In a previous one. And then the next thing we see is him being like, Buffy, hey, what's up, girl? Right. I'm bringing these girls into your house. Yes. Um, And the girls are just. There's three of them. Yeah. Should we talk through them? Sure. So let's start what? with one of the British ones. There's two British ones. Do you remember ones. their names? No. Poppy. Is that one? That might be one. That might be the one who doesn't die. Mm-hmm. I have to look this up because we, you know, we these girls are very important. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I guess this is not the most popular bring on the night thing. <laughs> oh, none of them are named Poppy. <laughs> um, I believe it's Molly and Annabelle. Kennedy, right. Moni, Molly and Annabelle. Okay. So, but now I have to figure out which one's Annabelle and which one's Molly. I think it's, it's Annabelle. She's left. Okay. So Molly is... They're all the worst. They're all horrible. They're horrible. Um, Molly is easily the worst because for some reason, it seems as if, and maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like they cast an American person mm-hmm. and gave, told them to do a high school musical theater British accent. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you, I understand that you wanted her to be British. Sure. Why not just hire a British person? Exactly. And it's pretty like it, that's really fun. I was I was watching this and I remember Micah just walks by and he goes and it's 
the scene in the kitchen with yeah. them. And he goes, is anybody in there British? Like actually British? And I was like, I don't think so. No. Because Molly is very bad with the accent. Molly's accent is, like I said, I, it feels, I'm British. It's like that. <laughs> and you're like, really, you got all kinds of snacks. Which, here's the thing, it's fine in life to have a bad British accent. Fine. But you're not an actor being paid to <laughs> yeah. be a British person. Yes. And why does this person have to be British? We already have one who's not British. Yeah, then why do we have... Yeah, exactly. And we have one that is British. Have her be something else. Yeah. I w- Or maybe she could be a person of color. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's not all of the potentials are obnoxious white girls. Yeah. And maybe, um, you know, if you do end up having a person of color, it's not a stereotype of an Asian person. I don't know. I'm just like throwing it out I, there. Yeah, that would be such a bummer. Yeah, that would be a real bummer. That would be such a bummer. Mm -hmm. And like maybe there's like jokes about like no one understanding what she's saying. Like that would be a real bummer too. That would, I think I might like be really upset about that. Well, good thing we don't have to worry about that (laughs) on this show. I mean, yeah, it's, they, they they're all kind of awful. Mm -hmm. And it's true. We have never met a potential before. We've seen Buffy for like two seconds suck a lollipop. Mm -hmm. But oh no, she was a slayer then. She was still a slayer. So we oh, did, never saw her as a we potential. We never saw her as potential. But that's the thing too, right? Is that like the thing that sucks about this show yeah. or about this scene is that none of these people have the charisma of Sarah Michelle Geller Or of uh, Faith. Right. Or of Kendra. Like they yeah. are, they would already be the worst slayers. They're super annoying. I don't like any of them. There's one that I hate the most out of all three. Can okay. you guess? Kendra. Uh, Kennedy. Yep. Here's the thing. If they just let... Kennedy is the least... I think I could handle Kennedy if they weren't trying to also sell that, like, Willow feels some kind of sexual attention That's with the her. problem I don't like. It's like, what? One, she looks like she could be 15. Yeah. And Willow is an adult. Also, she has terrible bangs. She's terrible bangs. And she doesn't have sexual chemistry with Alice Hannigan. She doesn't. It, it's, it's like... it. Did they not screen test them? Like, I don't understand the casting of any of the three of these. Yeah. The, the thing that is so, yeah, it, the thing that's so fucking bananas is that we're supposed to buy that there's sexual chemistry between them because there isn't. And it and just kind all. of seems like a guy thinking, hey, two girls together is hot. Right. Or like Willow hasn't had a, a girl for a while. So let's let's just bring on someone. No. Whatever. It'll be hot because as long as she's pretty, it'll be hot. And it's like, that's no. not the case. And these. Yes. These three girls are pretty. They're pretty. They do. Uh, they speak clearly enough. I understood the words they were saying. Sure. That is as much I can give them credit for they their acting. They stood where they and, were probably, like, they were blocked. Yeah, they hit their marks. Sure. But these performances, like, what are they? And that's the thing that bugs me is that this is a network show, and it feels so much cheaper. Whenever these girls are on screen, yeah. I'm like, this is terrible. This feels like an episode of Seventh Heaven. Like, yes. it's bad. Right. Which, uh, listeners, if you don't know about Seventh Heaven... <laughs> It was a show about this family with the pastor was the father. They had five kids and they mm-hmm. had twins and then they had seven kids. So the kids it's always seven. seven, always seven, always seven, but had the worst acting on a network show. It was extremely bad. It was extremely, it was like wooden and the, and cheesy. Like the show was cheesy. Yeah. But the, all of the care, all of the acting was weak. Yeah. I mean, and it, it, sure. Some of it may have been people just trying to do what they could with the lines they were given. Yeah. I mean, Jessica Beale was on it and yeah. she's much better in other things that I've yeah. seen her in. Um, oh, what was the, what was Matt's real name? I liked him in other things. The he was in brother. Teaches Me Missing, yeah, Teaching kill, Mrs. Tingle. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. Um, he had a moment in the he 90s. He had a moment in the 90s. So, like, 
that show and then i feel like the the um the one that came after that that had the successor in terms of horrible acting mm-hmm. was secret life of an american teenager i don't know never if you saw ever that saw one but i remember the billboards yeah i think the soup used to do uh scenes of it but like it is again just bad like you're just watching it, you're like how did people how did people get this job mm-hmm. but i think that's the stuff of dreams right like where you see that and you're like i could be an actor I could be a professional actor. Like you see that and you're like, wow. I thought you were going to say to me, you're like, Ryan, you could, you could be in that show. <laughs> no, it's like where you like, not you, you, but yeah. like any random person could see that and be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Hollywood, here I come. Yeah. I well, could do this. And it also lets you be like kind of emotionally disengaged from what's happening. So, oh yeah. You, Secret Life American Teenager would be really sad. Oh yeah. If it were really good. If it was good, you'd just be like, oh, this hurts to see these people make these decisions and have yeah. to deal with all these things. But instead it's like, oh, these idiots <laughs> fucking turds <laughs> uh, which is how i feel about these potentials like they're just it really feels like they were chose they want a they won in a lottery at this part this feels like troll two casting like, like they were yeah. like you're gonna we're gonna test for some extras and then they're like by the way you now have a speaking role you uh-huh. are oh do you do you do a british accent like can you do one don't don't bother just just say yes or no annabelle's is better yeah like annabelle's is more i mean she also is not british yeah. But her accent is not as aggressive. It just sound like, especially because we hear Giles speak in these episodes, so right. then there's a problem. Yeah. I mean, honestly, James Marsters has a better fake. Oh, he's great. He's great accent. accent. So, like, it's just these these young girls, they do not measure up. No. And we don't actually know their ages, I guess, yet. Um, yeah. Because I think we are supposed to think Kennedy is a romantic potential person for Willow. And I think because Buffy has lasted longer than most Slayers, maybe it's like now some of them are older, like Kennedy's older. And so that's why it's appropriate that there's like maybe sexual tension between her and Willow. I don't know. But the potentials are a drag. They are. And even their role in this is not quite clear. Like I get it that this, the first is murdering all the potentials Mm -hmm. so that eventually there will be no Slayers to stand up against them, which is not a bad strategy. Mm hmm. And, but none of these, none of these women, like, I would have rather they just not have lines. I would rather that they just do something with them, like, put them in a safe place. Yeah. Because I don't, like, when they're like, you know what, we're an army. I was like, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. And also, like, you fight. Like, that's the other thing is I would have rather, like, they come in and maybe there's, like, a small, a small vampire threat. And then we see all three of them work together and be badass. And you're like, damn, they're not even slayers yet. And they have all these skills. Mm -hmm. Cool. I would have been like, cool. Mm-hmm. They're worth something. But instead, we just, they complain mm-hmm. woodenly. Mm-hmm. They flirt with Willow unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. They act put out all the time. Mm-hmm. They, com- they argue about whether they trust Buffy to keep them safe. When, like, I mean, I know they're people, but, like, that's not up to them. Like, that, they can't m- make that decision. I mean, I guess they can, right? I mean, what's her name does, and then she gets killed by the first or yeah. by an Uber vamp. Right. And that's the other thing is like, and I had forgotten those dreams because we hadn't mm-hmm. had one in a while. But like, are they all having the dreams? Yeah. That would be interesting. Do they have like painful memories of their watchers getting murdered in front of them? Yeah. That could be interesting. Like there's, there are things to mine. Mm-hmm. Or are they going to connect with Dawn because they're like Dawn's age and mm-hmm. have this like, there's things to do with them that are interesting. Yeah. Just th- this episode didn't do any interesting things with them. Yeah, and I just I really don't want I'm I'm not interested in a training montage. 
yeah. of these potentials. I'm not. like. Also, and I know we've talked through, we know the succession. So Buffy could die, no, nothing would matter. Right. Faith would have to die for any of these people mm-hmm. to be activated. And she's in prison, mm-hmm. as far as we know. So I don't feel like we've ever heard before that you get your watcher and you start training with your watcher before you're activated. Right, because that didn't happen with Buffy. That didn't, like, why? We've never heard of that before. Except for in Kendra's case where it's, like, in her culture, they take the potential and they train her and train her and train her and train her always. Right, so I guess it's, like, it is your different culture. But, like, Kennedy shouldn't have had a relationship with her watcher yet. Yeah. And also, then I was thinking, like, do you... Do they assign watchers to them when they're, like, born? That's what I didn't know. And that's right. creepy. So has, has Giles been, like, studying Buffy's life since she was born? Yeah, I think so. Then he should know more shit. I know. <laughs> I know. And then, along the lines of, like, like things that, like, we don't know are real or not yeah. or whatever, uh, Buffy's also having dreams, maybe, uh-huh. uh, where she's speaking to her mother. And then that's yes. the question of, okay, is this Joyce reaching out to her in a dream? Right. Is this the first? Uh-huh. Is this something else? Like, what is it? We don't know. But it it does seem to be, say, like, it says things that could be, like, bad, but then yeah. also could be true. Mm-hmm. And maybe are both true and bad. So. Yes. Maybe that, that I actually cannot remember if this is the first or if it's Joyce. So. Yeah. Or, or something else. Or something else. Or what Buffy needs right now. Yeah, I have no idea. But it is telling her things that seem to be true. Where it's like, all these people want things from you. Yep. Evil is in everybody. Well, and the evil but is you in need everybody to... was like a weird... Thing. That was weird. That was weird. Unless that's supposed to be a clue for some, for a way to fight it. But that was just a weird... I don't know that it has anything... It's like, okay, mom, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks thanks for that heads up. Uh, yeah. I got it. Um, And she does urge Buffy to rest. And Buffy's like, I can't. But it's like, she does need to rest. But at the same time, she can't. So then it is. Well, it's hard because she needs to rest. But because if she doesn't rest, she's worse at her job. Mm-hmm. But she can't rest because she needs to go do her job. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Yeah. Where you're just like, but I can't. And then people yeah. are like, but you should just rest. And you're like, stop telling me how I live my life. I, If I want to be self-destructive, I oh will. Oh, my God. Be. I don't think I told you yet. Um, On Friday night, uh-huh. so I went to visit family in the Inland Empire this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I got there like, I drove after traffic, so mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. But it was like an hour and a half drive and I get there and we have a couple drinks on the patio and then I go to bed at like 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then at 1 p.m., mm-hmm. my brother calls me and is like, hey, are you getting up? Because I slept from 11 Whoa. p.m. to 1 p.m. Kelly. Holy shit. Talk about a girl who needs to 13 rest. 13 hours. Yeah. 14 hours. 14. 14 hours. Now, there are blackout curtains in that room, so, like, oh, I... Uh, that fucks you up. Blackout yes. curtains fuck you up. And I am, like, very sensitive. Like, the light is... Yes. How it, but, like, 14 hours. And not, like, I woke up and, like, puttered around and then went back to sleep. No. I was, like, Holy unconscious shit. for 14 hours. That's, like, insane. How did you feel the next day? Um, I was, was it like sleepy. groggy because it's too much. Yeah, sleep? it was too much sleep, and then I was kind of sleepy. And then last night I had normal. Well, I had a a great night. Like I got more than usual, but like in a normal right. Yeah, like I had nine hours sleep, which is like no, that's great. Like, that's that's great amazing. When that can happen, but like that's, that's not average. But then I was thinking about it. That means that I had twenty three hours sleep this weekend. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I slept like a day of the weekend. 
That's so cool. That's um, nice. I obviously needed it. But yeah, so I get the uh, you need to rest, but then you can't rest because of the things that you need to rest from. Mm-hmm. Also, like, it is funny when people are like, um, just get blackout curtains. They're great. Yeah. But that shit, like, it is true. If you do need, if you are like, I need to, like, really do a catch up yes. on sleep, get some access to some blackout curtains. Yeah. But they will fuck you up. Because mm-hmm. it's dark. Because your body is given no signals to wake up. Yeah. So it's just going to rest until it is done. Yeah. And that's why we, like, feel so... Like, let's say you have to wake up for a flight at like 4 a.m. and yeah. it's pitch black. Yeah. No good. That is why you kind of feel like, <laughs> even if you went to sleep really early. Totally. Um, oh, well, and I have one of those light alarm clocks. Oh, nice. So it yeah. like slowly, like, and it tends to, sometimes I, the, I hear the noise, mm-hmm. like, but usually I wake up before the alarm goes off because the light has mm-hmm. eased me into the day, but not in a blackout room. Man, <laughs> 1 p.m. Wow. That's crazy. It is um, nice that nobody woke you up. It was nice, though. Also, like, what if I died? It's true. It's a long time. 6 p.m. They're like, should we? Mm. Eh. Let's not. Apparently, they talked about it. And my aunt was like, my aunt was like, um, huh, I wonder what I, I was thinking about, like, what I would do if you were dead. <laughs> I was like, instead of checking on me? Oh, my God. She's like, I'd have to call your parents. I'm like, yeah, that would have been tough for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have been great. <laughs> um okay what else happened in this epi oh so many of my notes are just like ugh, kennedy oh my god me too oh god kennedy is so fucking annoying <laughs> um i did laugh at the uh manifestations of evil in the movies i wrote that too <laughs> yes that was really well, funny so buffy's like on the phone with willow she's like D- don't worry about it i've got it She's like that researching, was pretty funny. and she types in "evil," yeah, and just searches that. Which okay, so she says it has how many results? Nine hundred and something yeah. thousand. Will Google even tell me how many results there are? I think so. I think that's like a Google thing, unless they've stopped doing that. Um, I don't think they tell you how many. At least not on. They don't do it anymore. They used to. Maybe if I go down here and it'll say like, go to the next page. No, it's just saying next. Maybe their mobile doesn't do it. Maybe. But it could be they don't do that because it's so ridiculous now. Because everything has at least 900,000. Yeah. But it was also funny because it is so on par for Buffy does not know how to research. She no, never she has. Doesn't. She's like, just tell me where to go and what weapon to use. <laughs> so she's like, evil. And it's like, no. So Manifestations of evil. evil. And then <laughs> Principal Wood gives I It's in the movies. That's such a cute. That that like made me, made me miss old Buffy. Yes, that was sweet. Um, Less sweet was that blazer with the zipper arms. Yes. Every time her hands were up, I was like, I hate this. It's too much. <laughs> too much zipper. So much zipper. Um, also, Principal Wood, I know we're supposed to be getting like mixed vibes from him. But when he's like, when she's like, what are your favorite kinds of movies? And he's like, I like mysteries. I like unraveling. Yeah. Mystery. And like says it while walking away and smiling. I'm like. Okay, I get it. We're supposed to be like question mark about yeah. him. Like it was so aggressive. It's too much. I think he she's also so bad at her job. She, she literally falls asleep during a counseling session. Rogers Rogers counseling session. You cannot do that. Like you should be fired. Yeah. Yeah. Like how did she fall asleep? She just started to doze and he st- keeps talking. I think maybe he was just like gave up after a while. That's what I would do. I would just like be like I'll just sit. <laughs> And just sit there and watch. I might like drum my fingers really loud on the table. Or I'd be like, <laughs> or like get up 
Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not sitting while you're sleeping. Or like, um, like or reorganize the stuff in my backpack really loudly. Or like, oh, she doesn't have a door. But I was going to say like open and close the door to like yeah. really loud. How horrible would you feel about yourself? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Like you're talking about your issues at school in this open cubicle. Yeah. <laughs> and she falls asleep. Yeah. Buffy. Because I've definitely had people like not. Have you ever talked to so- someone? I mean, I'm, I know everybody has where you're like, oh, like as you're talking, you're like, this person isn't listening to yep. anything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then you just like stop talking because you're like, why? Yeah. Why yeah. even continue? Yep. I hate that. That drives me crazy. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like it either. It's very annoying. Um, yeah, especially if like you know that this person is going to ask you this question later. And mm-hmm. so you're like talking and then you're just like, okay, I, this this is both wasting my time now and in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is weird like when you're – and a lot of times it happens with people that – are very like just generally gregarious gregarious and friendly with a lot of people it's like these like performer type people um where like you're like oh you don't connect with anybody on a person to person right level you're just like the fun exciting person that everybody loves to look at um i just remember specifically in high school there was this girl that was like that i remember she was like oh kelly like will you come with me to whatever and she was like asb president she was like very popular and I remember walking with her and she like asked me a question and mm-hmm. I was responding. And as I was talking, she's just looking like out onto the quad and I can tell she's like not absorbing anything. Yeah. And I remember just thinking like, I don't want to keep, I'd rather we walk in silence. If you're not going to listen to me. Yes. I'd rather not speak to you. But it's like, there are like a few of those personality types that you'll come across where I've seen that happen with like people, especially out here. Yeah. That all want to be performers. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it it is that thing. I feel like it's almost an introvert extrovert thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would, if it's like a dumb conversation that means nothing that we don't need, mm-hmm. I would literally rather not talk to you. Yeah, me too. I'd literally rather be alone with my thoughts or read a book or do something else. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think there are people who would rather have a conversation they're not going to remember any bit of with mm-hmm. another person than be alone with their thoughts. And I'm yes. not trying to say like their thoughts are haunting them. It's just like, I think it's just like a, a disposition too. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I'd rather, if we're not going to have an actual intercourse, like dialogue. Yeah. Discourse is what I meant. Intercourse. <laughs> if we're not going to have intercourse. Then I'm don't gone. fucking talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> are you in or out? That's it. <laughs> I'd prefer if you were both many times in the session. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I I think you're right. And it, I think it also people consider that shallow, but it's it's narcissism. Yeah. Well, and yeah, there is that because even then it's not even like I want to be having this conversation. Like I want to I'd rather have a conversation than not. Yeah. It's like they want it's not even to have like a conversation like dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's like noise but it is i don't know it's interesting or it's like when people like when you're like let's say we're talking and then someone like like they just pick up their phone and start texting like while you're talking and it's like if i got a like text Mm -hmm. that i'm like 
usually I'm like, I'll like see and I'll be like, I don't have to respond. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's like my mom, I'll be like, hold on. I'm so sorry. My mom just texted me. Yeah. yeah. And then I have to respond because otherwise she'll be like, did you get my text? Did you get my text? Um, But like it is, it's a similar thing, I think. Yeah. And I just think we didn't see that as much in high school because like people didn't have phones. Didn't. I guess people had phones, but it wasn't like we weren't as tethered to them as we are now. I think that's true. But I think the idea of you're talking to someone and they're looking over your shoulder at who else they could be talking to. It's the same. It's the same. Or like you said, people just zoning out. Because that's the other thing. It's like, again, yeah, I would rather not talk. If we could both zone out, that's great. Yeah. Zoning out is more fun than talking to a blank wall. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, don't ask me a question then. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But... There are people that like could literally just sit there and talk about nothing. Like my mom is like that. She would rather talk to you about like seriously nothing. Like she'll be like, you know, I think I realized I like green. (laughs) Oh, that's good because you're wearing green today. Yeah. Make her happy. And she will like that green jacket. Um, Yeah. That would be pretty mind numbing. I mean, it's just weird. Like I just noticed people like that. Not yeah. calling out anybody. If you like talking, then that's great. And it's also just like a difference in personalities. I think some of it is difference in personality, but there feels like a lack of authenticity to a person who is not engaged with the person they're in a conversation with. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, and it's, and sometimes I'm like, I go back between like, are, is this person being actively rude? Like mm-hmm. trying to insult me. Mm-hmm. Or do they not know that they're insulting me? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to like think about, okay, my history with this person. Mm-hmm. And like, how is this person generally? Nine times out of 10, it's like, oh, this person's just uh, like, they like to be the uh, center of attention always. Yes. And so a conversation's not great, but a like a monologue is great. Or like, I'm going to ask you questions and then not care about them and then look for the next person I can talk to. Which I don't think if you described that to that behavior to one of these people which maybe it's me that you're talking about so that's why it's not um but like if you describe that act, that behavior to someone who was that person i don't know that they would see they i don't think they would be like oh you don't like when i do that no i think yeah. they would be like what do you mean it's so good to see you i'm always so happy to see you and hear about what's going on with you yeah and, and they would like, not and they would think you're not even talking about that like if you're like oh man i know this person that like does da, 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 da. Well, you'd have to make sure they're listening when you say that yeah well and then they're like <laughs> they're, and then they're literally just like yeah i hate <laughs> that that i hate it um yeah people are hard to talk to they are hard to talk to and i'm really bad at like small talk type You're not horrible stuff at it. if okay You're well not rude or anything it is uh an effort for me because i'm like kind of weird and awkward with people that i like don't really know so i have to like okay. really be like okay like respond in a normal way <laughs> don't just be like okay like do like yeah. be like ask questions and blah 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 but and it is, and we've talked about this where it's like, it's different. Like once you have a microphone in front of you, yeah. it's like then becomes like so easy to talk mm-hmm. to someone and to talk to strangers. Like I ask yeah. all the right questions, you know, like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You, you know how to like interact with, with someone in a very um, like performative yet like intimate way. Yes. Well, for me too, it's like the difference between being in your own home and being in someone else's home. It's like there are zones of comfort where I feel completely like I know how people should behave here. Mm -hmm. I know how I'm going to behave here and I'm okay. But like if I go into a brand new place, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm constantly checking like for clues of how Mm -hmm. people are supposed to react. Like, 
I mean, and you and I have been to places where like, yeah, if I've just never been there, I'm like, do people talk loudly here? Are we supposed <laughs> to make jokes? Are we supposed yeah. to like t- actually talk about how our week has been? Are we supposed to pit, like talk about what we're working on? Like, yeah. what, what is the vibe here? And so like in those situations, I feel like I get more awkward. Mm-hmm. But when I'm, yeah, when I'm in the booth with you guys or like in, like I said, my home or even any place that like I feel like I own, like I, then I can just, yeah, yeah it's like you're in my space. So yeah, this is how this is the rule of conduct. Yes. Yes. And also like it does help to like to have someone with you because like a lot of times I've noticed if you and I are both at a place where yeah. we're like, I don't know, we just like clump together yeah. and we're like, we are one thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Which then you're not by, like, but but maybe that's bad. Like maybe yeah. each of us would assimilate faster separate. Sometimes if I'm by myself. I'll just go with whatever the flow is. Yeah. But it is like, I don't know. Like I really, I'm definitely not one of those people that like needs to talk to people always. Yes. And this is a little bit of a tangent, but the other day I was like behind a guy in line uh-huh. that needed to like, it was his mission to make the cashier laugh. Do you know the, oh, that kind of person? That poor cashier. Yeah. Where he was just like, I have to make jokes about like every little thing oh my god because i'm i'm just here to bring joy which maybe he is in his heart maybe he is but joy is relative i guess (laughs) um but you don't feel that way no i'm usually just like a do my business and get out type of person be pleasant sure yeah i feel like for me i just lean hard on like politeness Mm -hmm. and not politeness like the absence of rudeness but like trying to make uh, make the person who's in service position make their day better and not mm-hmm. make their day better by making them laugh but like what do they need they probably need me to know what i want order efficiently and oh, get sure. out of their way yeah which is that as well do i'll do that with a smile i'll do that with while mm-hmm. we're waiting for the credit card to scan how you're doing this weekend mm-hmm. you know whatever um but like yeah i don't i am trying to like be empathetic and like make mm-hmm. things better i don't know but then in social situations it's weird because you also don't want to impose on people's situations yeah. Also, like, I don't know. Like, I recently was in an environment where, like, I didn't know a ton of people at this mm-hmm. place. And it was like, they had already decided that they were a group of friends. Okay. And it's like, this is, we're done. And it, like, and it was a very, like, who the fuck are you type of oh, vibe. Sucks. Which, like, threw me because I haven't encountered that in real life. For a while, and it uh-huh. felt like a very high school thing. And then yes. so I was like, it made me feel like, yeah, who the fuck am I? I'm a nobody. And like, I just like, Aww. I fell into the spiral where I was like, who the fuck am I? What am I doing? I'm not important. I'm not doing these things. Like those people, like they they must be important because mm-hmm. they treated me like I wasn't. Right. And it it really sucked. And it really yeah. threw me. And that does suck. That's a horrible way to feel. And also a horrible way to treat someone. Yeah. It was not great. Though I will say... That I think there could be times or situations where if like you and me and Patrick and Colin mm-hmm. are hanging out. Yeah. That an outside observer could feel like we are a clique. Sure. Yeah. Because we do have a very close knit vibe. But there have like. But we invite people into that's our That's true. Exactly. Where if it's like if someone is like I'm going to approach you then we're like come in and, yes. and hang with us. But yeah. we are like as a unit very like together boisterous and Mm -hmm. like but this was like a different 
I'll go into I'll go into more details with you off the mic. It was <laughs> well, I he, forgot to tell you about this. Yeah, it I'm totally threw me to hear about the drama. It's so much drama. The bullshit. It's so yeah. Bullshit I think drama. there's also like there's a and this is L.A. and I'm projecting onto you that this was like semi professional situation. It was not a professional. Oh. It was not professional, but these. We'll talk. Okay, we'll talk we'll about it. We'll okay, we'll but talk. this is a thing. There, but they were all industry people. Yes. Okay. That's what so I'm the saying. industry is the weirdest open door, closed door situation because mm-hmm. you get in through open doors where you have a friend mm-hmm. <laughs> or like some you have luck. Like you get in through these like weird open doors, but then once you're in, everyone closes the door behind them. Yeah. So there is definitely this feeling of like you gotta you gotta like get your piece, mm-hmm. and you know people who are not you. There's like a there is a hierarchy. It it sucks. It's like the my least favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it, I think it's easy when you're on a certain level mm-hmm. to even if you're just like a millimeter above someone else. Yeah, you know what I mean, even yeah. if your your power is like very limited. Yeah, to then just be like be dismissive of others. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you know I think it's a lot of, and I have not committed my life to be a superstar (laughs) so that's a very different i think probably mindset but like i have little areas where i like to Mm -hmm. perform and do things um and you have to mind your own like beeswax you have to like pay attention stay in your like keep your eyes on your own paper yeah and it's very hard to do that sometimes Mm -hmm. but like if everyone did that everyone would just be creating and doing the things they want to do and moving at the pace that's appropriate for them yeah but instead it's like people yeah, and people get off on making other people feel small. But and that's the thing where it's like a lot of people that are drawn to this industry are people who want to be something and fear that they're not, which is like all of us. Like yeah. I think we all think like three things. We want to be something, we think that we are something, but then we're afraid we're not something. Yeah. And that's everybody. And sure, at my like darkest moments, I'm like like oh, I'm nobody like everybody else is mean and horrible and like I feel very mean. Yeah. But then I think like generally the you know the thing that like I think we try to do mm-hmm. is to be like oh like I want to do the thing I want to do. I like creating things yeah. and like people are people and that's it. And like I there are people that are cool and there are people that are not. Right. And, and by cool I don't mean like cool like no, but there's people who like fun to talk to and yeah, have you have good time when you see them and are cool to and you have a good time making things with them. Yeah. Um yeah. And, and then there are people that you don't jive with and then you just don't work with those people. That's yeah. it. Um but I think there are people that are like um who are you? Like how many followers do you have? Like yeah. this thing and like and it's like it is a little shitty when like if they're like mm, I don't know her type of attitude yes. where you're like okay, like so that I'm not worth getting to know, like I'm yeah. not worth like you not treating me like i am literally not in the room yeah like it's pretty shitty it is shitty and it's like it is that thing of like everyone who came here to do this work is is either yeah we all think we're hot shit Mm -hmm. we all think that our voice should be heard Mm -hmm. (laughs) not just like we want to share our voice but like we all Mm -hmm. there we all have a chip on our shoulder on some Mm -hmm. level so like to then yeah there's it's it's such a, like a projection of insecurity. Yeah, it totally is. And it can be hard to remember that when you're... When you're in it. Yeah, w- yeah, right when it's like happening to you. For you to just be like, it's all insecurity. They're just insecure. They're an insecure person. Yeah. Well, we'll get to details of what happened later. But <laughs> I also think it's like a thing where I get very like 
fuck off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want me in your little clique, like, that's it. I'm not going to work to be in your little clique. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a similar vibe that I was feeling. Yeah. Towards the end of things. Yeah. And I feel like I've had that with, yeah, I've had that with people where it's just like, okay, like, we could be friends by now. We've, Mm -hmm. We've spent enough time together that if you were a friendly person, we'd be friendly. Mm-hmm. We're not. Yeah. So good luck. Godspeed. Yeah. That's kind of like the way, like generally speaking, like this was like a very strange and like unique situation. Yeah. But like generally speaking, if I'm just, if I'm just like, all right, dude, like we're, we just don't work together. That's yep. fine. That's and fine. Maybe someday we will down the road and I may be a little different and you'll be a little mm-hmm. different. We'll both have grown in different ways. Cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it does always feel like there's a ranking system that's constantly going on. Yes. Yeah. And it can be like, sometimes there's literal rankings. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes there's like 30 under 30 and yeah. then you're just like, well, fucking great. <laughs> yeah. One of the girls that I worked with at Mendo is on the 30 under 30. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, which no. is great. Which is so great. I mean, like, good I'm so for happy her. For, it's so right. great. Like, and she's very talented. Like, I feel like she maybe whatever. She maybe like become like the famous person that I can be like, I worked, sandwiches with her um but it was when i saw that i was like wow and then i was like what have i done in the past oh god you know what i mean like it's been like comparing well of course you think that of course you have to yeah and you know what i've done in the last two years i started doing this podcast yeah which changed my life in a positive way yeah and we started doing sds which is so fun and i've been growing at work so like yeah there's a lot that i've accomplished it doesn't go on a 30 under 30 list but that's you know like i need to Keep my eyes on, on, on my own paper. like Exactly. And also, like, that's, like, a different, like, that's, like, a, a complete, like, that's such a weird, like, insular pool to even pick from, too. Sure. And that's, and it's not, it doesn't, her success has no, exactly. it's not a reflection on me. Exactly. But it was, like, a pang of, like, wow, what am I doing? That I'm is, not, but see, isn't that, like, I think that's the best way to, to think about that too yeah right because like i feel like some people are like Ugh, why did they get that yes which is like who cares that's irrelevant <laughs> it is yeah. it's fucking irrelevant it doesn't matter the facts are the facts the thing is is that they are <laughs> like they got it yeah so there you go that's it and like all you can do is focus on your shit yep that's it that's that's nobody all else gives a shit i think that there's an idea and who knows if it's even true that when you get to a certain point in this industry you can do other things but the only thing you can do right now is your own shit. All you can do is your own shit. That's all you can do. And honestly, it will. Ne- I, I feel like it'll never end, right? You're always going to be hustling. You're always going to be stressed out. You're always going to be thinking about the next yeah. job. Like maybe, you know what? Fine. Monetarily, if you win the lottery, then you'll be like, okay, well, now I'm set in that. But how you might still be insecure of like, okay, so I won this money. I didn't even earn it. Exactly. And then you're like, well, now what am I doing with my life? I'm just sitting on my ass watching Netflix. And then I it's mean, like. For at least the first month, maybe. That's the thing. I think you get a month of like doing whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Or a yacht. Yachts mm-hmm. are very expensive, mm-hmm. but I could see going on like a world around the world on a yacht. Yeah. As my I'm sure. super rich. Sure. And I didn't earn it trip. Great. You can come visit me in like Thank Greece. Thank you. I'll visit you in Greece. I was just thinking that's a fun place to. No, it's meet a great rendezvous point. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. God, we got to wrap this. I know. This I app. know. We had a whole conversation about other things. Oh, all right. So we've talked about how we feel about the potentials. Yeah, no, no likey. Um, Annabelle left that house running away mm-hmm. with no I know. weapons. I know. What? After they were Annabelle, all talking about the weapons. All you have to do is you could steal a weapon. Mm-hmm. She left with zero weapons. Not even a stake. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, she should have taken 
An axe? Yeah, an axe. I think that's like the best thing she could have used. I mean, not that it would have really helped She's, against the Uber vamp. Yeah, she was going to die no matter what. And that was such a creepy vamp. Oh, my God. When Buffy stakes him and he's just like. Blunk. Um, also, yeah, I mean, he's a leather BB. Yeah, yeah. He he's wearing all that leather. And also, I was like, I didn't know that like ancient vampires even wore clothes. Like, why would they care about wearing clothes? A lot of demons we see are nude. Maybe he's got a <laughs> donger. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, a leathery vampire Whoa. donger <laughs> we can't see that he's trying to protect us <laughs> I mean it would explain why he's wearing that like tattered like little loincloth and yeah, crop top see? so he's got like big old nippies and a long uh-huh. ass donger <laughs> yep. I mean that is the only, only <laughs> the only explanation, explanation of it. Because why? Why would you even need to wear clothes if you're underneath that seal? I don't know. Maybe he's like, I'm. Ba- also, baby's going out. And who put him in the seal? Unknown. It's like one he of was down there. I don't know. Um, yeah. If you could get him in the seal, you could probably get him kill- killed. Yeah, true. So Buffy gets fucked up by this Uber vamp twice. Yes. Um, and she like really gets fucked up by the uber vamp the second time and um it just like fucks her up and she like is completely beaten and battered and this is a this is interesting because it's not just like a something she can't defeat physically it is something that is the form of something she usually can defeat that she cannot defeat yep um well and it's the ultimate right mm -hmm. like it's you know there were everything else that she's fought was representative of a thing or just like a a being but Mm -hmm. now she's fighting the ultimate thing Mm -hmm. that her mom in her dreams is telling her is in every person yeah yeah and yeah she doesn't know if she's strong enough and then she overhears giles and willow essentially saying they don't know if she's strong enough well yeah willow's like dude she looks bad (laughs) i love that we overheard her being like she looks bad giles Have you ever seen her look this shitty? She looks shitty. She looks like really fucking down. She looked better when we pulled her out of her grave. <laughs> she looks worse than a corpse. Uh, and Giles is like, yeah, I agree. Like, she's probably like, and then he was like, she's got some really bad internal bleeding. And they're like, is she yeah. going to be okay? And he's like, I don't know. That was so scary. So then she comes out and she's like, I'm going to give what will probably not be my last speech. I like that. To this group of people. Um, and it was a good speech and it was like, you know, this world, this uh, thing wants to swallow me like it's going to choke on me, Yeah, which I've, I've always liked that. And mm-hmm. that's something that we see in Angel, too, where it is a yeah. very like the, you know, the only thing that matters is what you do. Yep. So I liked that. Absolutely. And I think the idea that we're not waiting for the fight, the first to come get us. Mm-hmm. We're going to go get it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great attitude. I don't think the potentials are going to be any help. No, they are actually probably going to hinder any kind of slang. But, uh, yeah, it is like an uplifting way to end the episode. It is. It is. And, like, for her to say that, too, in her, like, weakened form, in her little shaky voice, like, yeah. it gives it that much more gravity. And it is a speech that should give you goosebumps. It gave me goosebumps. I was yeah. like, ooh. Like, yeah, it's good. Um, and, yeah, she was like, we're making an army. And I was like, oh, are we? Like, maybe you should, like, get the help of, like, I don't know, some demons or something. Maybe not. These idiots. Whatever. That's a personal thing I have with <laughs> with this. With the, those 
the potentials. potentials. I think like literally anything else will be more helpful. I, and again, I don't think I have a problem with the idea of potentials. For me, it's I don't have execution. a problem with it. It's seeing them like this. I don't. Yeah, like. they're they're not strong. Mm-mm. They because here's Buffy is supposed to be an exception. I know she is supposed to be. She's supposed to be the exception, and instead, it's a bunch of people who seem even less likely to be a slayer than her, mm-hmm. and yeah, who have no chemistry with anyone else, and aren't very badass. No, how could you say those people are in an army? They just have no personalities, they, too. They'd wash out of ROTC. Yeah. Like, they, they have would. nothing. They have nothing. You're totally right. Like, or they could be faithish, you know? If they yeah. were going to be like, I don't need a team. I'm badass on my own. Mm-hmm. That's something. But, like, how how do these women even see themselves as slayers? Mm-hmm. You're just, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Unless they're, yeah. It, it's just, I think it's just poorly executed. Mm. But luckily, they die in the next episode. and We never have to think about them again. Yeah. Uh, they all just die. So. <laughs> stab 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 they're all dead uh yeah so i mean we're kind of left with like this feeling of like okay like they're going to they're going to make the first move which is exciting which also like i hope buffy heals quickly because she's not looking good well willow could use some magic oh true and... healing use the power of the earth all that shit all that bullshit <laughs> um oh though willow we didn't talk about this oh shit yeah, yeah she tries to use the magic it's not good. The first is not letting her. Yeah. The first is blocking her and it's so scary. She like is sobbing. She can't. She's like, it's still in me. And that was like it. a sweet, like a bittersweet moment when Buffy's like, no, it's okay. You're you're okay. Yeah. And she's like, no, I can still feel it in me. And like that Ugh. thing too, where like neither of them will really understand fully the role of the other. Yeah. Like they like uh, not understand, but like empath- uh, yeah, empathize. Yeah, they can try, but they yeah. can't. Yeah, but that was, yeah, so Willa maybe can't help. Yeah, we don't know. Ah! Lots of questions. Hopefully they'll be answered in our next episodes. Yeah, uh, if you're following along with Angel, our next episodes are Soulless and Cal- Cavalry. Calgary. I always want to say Calgary. Calgary. Calaloo. Mm-hmm. Um, the next episodes for this show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, are Salvit. oh, that's not true, are Showtime and Potential. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, probably in potential, they'll murder all the potentials. Yeah, that's what that's what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Um, if you like the show, please leave us a a five star review if you are feeling so inclined, mm-hmm. uh, and a nice uh, review on uh, Apple Podcast. That is seriously the thing that helps this show the most. Yes, uh, it really is. So we would really, really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Nuji. You can follow Ryan on Instagram and Twitter at Armogi. And you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Hellmouthy. Yep. <laughs> you covered it all. You did so well. Did it. Nailed it. Bye. Bye.